When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. And today it's just the three of us. Hey, the three of us. We are reporting we make it. from mm-hmm. New York City, about New York City, and we we put together some stories, some of which we have our own experience and some that we, you know, this is the kind of news that New Yorkers get. Like, if you ask Google, tell me what's up today, this is the kind of stuff that you're going to get. So, uh Sit back and relax. Mm. I don't know what to start with because... Well, I know what to start with. It's Andrea's birthday. Ah! Oh, yes. Uh, Happy birthday, Andrea. Thank you so much for recording this on your birthday the same day we're releasing it. I know. I'm, you know, always the pod first. Uh, Thank you. You know, (laughs) what a fucking year. Love it. Live for it. You know. Um, You know, the president is the president. You know, we definitely know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, I've fallen down the stairs twice this year, and that's the the nicest thing that's happened. So that that didn't even make the news. Like, who cares? Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. And it's also New Year's Eve. Is that weird every year? And do people always ask you this? Uh, yeah, people do ask, is it weird? Um, when you are a child, it is a nightmare um, mm. because it's like... Because your parents my, are drunk. Y- yes, your parents are drunk. <laughs> they make you babysit your dad's business partner's uh, special needs son who throws uh, mandarin oranges at your head for six uh, hours straight. Oh my God, but who doesn't that happen to? I know, right? Listen, and it's not... He's a lovely guy. He also tried to pull my underpants down. I mean, that was one of the more memorable ones. Ah, man. Ah, I love it. Um, And then there's a sweet spot when you're like a young adult, when you're fucking partying. So everyone's fucking partying and it's your birthday. You know what I mean? Um, And then- You almost like don't have to make plans because they come with life at that point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And then you become a tired adult and you don't give a shit anymore. I mean, my best birthday in recent memory was- at Hamda's house, when uh, house party, Hamda allowed me to throw a rager of a lifetime, <laughs> and she had a broken. I think your knee was it your knee that was broken at that point in time. Yeah, the bottom bone came out of the top bone of the leg. <laughs> oh, it just fell out. It I fell hate out. when that happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like I look like a zombie crawl, trying to crawl going, help, help. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and people in New York think you're being sarcastic. They're like, nah, are we close enough to Halloween? 
It was yeah. December. And I'm like, help. And I think someone even asked me if I'm serious. I'm like, yes. Like, are, I am you doing a, are you doing a character? Like a site-specific. <laughs> is, is this performance art? It's performance art for sure. And then did people give you a dollar? <laughs> After watching you for like five minutes, they're like, honey, come here, watch this. This is crazy. It's so realistic. She's crying tears of blood. <laughs> I wasn't believable because I said out too much. And I feel like people on TV and in movies are like, I've been shot. I still have time to say sarcastic shit. And I was right, like, like, ow, ow, I, don't touch me. Ow, ow, ow. It still hurts. Where's all my adrenaline? Ow, why does it still hurt? Oh, that my God. I say ow even when I'm alone in the house. Me too. Okay. Me too. Thank mm-hmm. you. Because mm-hmm. I always thought that that was a weird thing. I'll go, ow, ow, ow. And then I'm like, oh, no one's here to hear to hear me scream and cry. It's a, it's just a reaction. I mean, ow. <laughs> this hurts. I, I mean, mean, listen, I heard that childbirth is not like a great feeling. Mm. But have you ever had a cramp in your calf? Yes. I feel have, you like you ever, have you ever stubbed yeah. your toe? Mm. Right. Like, come mm-hmm. on, pregnant ladies. Have, have you, you ever, ever had your bottom bone come out of your top bone? Oh, <laughs> All right, relax. Hamda, have you ever had a, a cramp in your calf? <laughs> yeah, Hamda, Hamda with, ha- with half a leg allowed me to host a party at her house where she sat in like a lawn chair with her leg elevated and just smoked blunts all night. And uh, all the New York comedy community showed up and we had a fucking rager and it was absolutely fantastic and then by the end of it i was like i'm so tired i'm never doing this again and that was you know that was good i'm good for like five years you know i think that's a nice way out nice yeah round yeah. number new year's eve is such a scary time for me um mm. it's like you know obviously vomit phobia central right. that and st patrick's day must be oh worse. Yeah. so when i used to work i think i've talked about this on the podcast before but when i used to work in the city and uh st patrick's day i worked on fifth avenue and 46th street what i worked in the heart of the st patrick's day parade and i would always get a cab home because I was not getting on the train with these people. And when I say these people, I mean these people at the parade. It's no joke. I was once around the neighborhood by 11 a.m. Someone's actively throwing up. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Because you pregame at like 6 (sighs) a.m. There's green beer. I'm not getting right. I used to have to guys. Do you you feel my pain? Like I used to have to get on the subway. Mm-hmm. You go to my job every day. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was such a nightmare. And then St. Patrick's Day, Halloween was another one. I would always say it would cost yes. me like $150 to get home that day because you're coming from Midtown where there's street closures. There's It's in rush hour. I really should have taken off those days, but my boss probably would have thought I was going to party. Mm. Meanwhile, it's just I was scared. You're just in a ball on the corner by yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Please, oh please. I, th- that's the days that I would go home in a, a black car that would pull over on the side and just try to scam me. And I'm like, sure, take my Wait, money. I'll take mm-hmm. whatever I you have. Just mm-hmm. please take me home. Please roll up the windows. Please. I, like I needed blinders on that day. No, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I know that you also have a phobia, but that's also just regular fare. Sure. Yeah. So New Year's Eve for me is like just the scariest time. And also, you know, when you're younger, you're kind of more pressured to do things like you were saying, Andrea. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like you can't stay home when you're 18 years old, 21 years old, seeing 
now I'm 36 and I'm like, I'm staying home forever. I don't care. If I lose friends, I lose friends. Don't talk to me anymore. You know, call me whatever, make fun of me. I'm staying home where it's safe. Oh, I always stay home on those on those times. H- Halloween, New Year's Eve, and nothing fun is happening to me in New York. Like the same bars are charging money to go in where like two fifty. They would pay you to come into some of these yeah. bars, mm-hmm. but now it's two hundred fifty dollars, and you get a bottle of champagne. That's even a nicer. You get a show. No, I don't think mm-hmm. you get a bottle. You get a champagne toast, which is like two ounces of exactly. a seven dollar bottle. Uh, the grossest part about New Year's Eve is that I popped out of my mom's pussy. Uh, I'll take your mom's pussy and I will raise you diapers in Times Square. Oh, right. I forget about that. Yes. People wait in Times Square for the ball to drop and they don't want to lose their spot. So well, they- you also can't, there's nowhere to pee. They, you can't go into a bar or restaurant unless you've paid the entrance fee mm-hmm. and you have reservations because everywhere is booked up. So yeah. there's nowhere to pee. So you wear a diaper and you pee yourself while you're waiting in no. Times Square. I'm yeah. going to be honest. I have peed in an adult diaper. It is... Where were you? Unbelievable. I was in Canada. I was dressed up as a baby for Halloween, a slutty baby, obviously. I had a bottle around my neck with malt liquor in it. It was a different time. All right. Well, that worked out, actually. Yeah. It It sounds like you were being method. Like, no, I must pee here. I was. I was. It was the. Did someone change you? No, it was at the end of the night. I was coming home with my friend, and I was like, you know, there's just not going to be a moment where I'm going to have the opportunity to do this, you know, up until, you know, when I'm an, when I'm a, an old person, I'm going to be, but like, let's see how good this shit is. And I'm going to be honest. It's like, it didn't have, like you pee and it's like, it didn't, really? it's like, it didn't happen. Like this is an adult diaper, an adult diaper. Fully peered, peered fully. Peer? I was malt like, liquor. Malt, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to release it. <laughs> like, with no, like, I'm going to just let it flow. I'm going to feel nothing about it. If it's, if it's full, then I can go into the house and change it. I'm going to go full metal jacket. It was like, it sucked it out of my urine. If it was normal to wear adult diapers, I would. Honestly, like you have just sold me. Is there a code I can use? Like that was good. It's dry. It's like it didn't happen. Guys, if you could go to Depends.com slash New York, (laughs) you get 10% off your first month of Depends. I don't understand why the scientists behind, uh, you know, feminine hygiene products and the diaper people Mm -hmm. haven't collabed because it is bonkers. Bonkers. Mm. I'm just getting a lot of ideas here for prototypes. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to uh, write this. I'm writing all of this down. I didn't shit. I didn't shit. I didn't okay, do good. that. I'm, I'm glad you. that you know you have to tell us that. Yes. I did not. Did Cause you? Because I, I didn't. Because I quote unquote you, didn't. I didn't have it. I didn't have okay. it. You it know what I mean? Time. Yeah. <laughs> if, it if it was time. And also, did you think the next morning that you're going to try it when it's time? No, I was too hungover. But if I had, if I quote unquote had it that night, you know, I would have. Oh, okay. I think that's a different cleanup. I don't think it sucks <laughs> it out as, as well. Um, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. 
Can so we never know? Could we? Is that okay? Could we just put out there that I don't want to know that one? Uh, well, ladies, we're going to age, and there's oh, going to be a time. So uh, uh, I actually know for sure that I'm going to be die young. I'm sorry to tell you guys that because it's upsetting. I understand, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, I'm kind of like I have psychic abilities, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm going to die from a head trauma at a young age. Okay. Mm. Have you already had the head trauma? Uh, sometimes <laughs> you're just riding it out. Yeah, like I have head trauma and I don't think I'm going to last much longer. That's what I'm saying to you. Uh, I mean, it's a good time to go. New Year's Eve, my biggest nightmare. Mm. Uh, and then you read some stories about New York City and you realize that maybe there are bigger nightmares than just New Year's Eve. Um, so a few months back in New York City, it was a Saturday just past noon. Picture mm. it. Uh, it was in the Bronx. And Leonard just was standing at a bus stop, just waiting for his bus, probably just running some errands, right? Mm-hmm. And then the 33-year-old plunged into the earth. I can't. Yeah, he just, he fell into the sidewalk because the sidewalk gave out and there was a sinkhole. No. This was a busy street. It was amazing that it was just him. I, you, you showed us a two-second clip of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, no, this was Doc. This is a movie. Oh, if yeah. it was not a movie. If mm-hmm. it was in a movie, I'd be like, okay, can we yeah, turn this realistic. off? This is, this is so stupid. Okay, well, he dropped 12 to 15 feet into what, no. the, New York, what, what the New York Times calls an underground vault teeming with rats. Ha, ha, ha. Those are words. Those are a lot of words. Yeah, that's a lot of words. His brother Greg told CBS News, which I watched live on TV. I was, you know, like when you're watching the news and you're like, wait a minute, turn this up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yes. I think (laughs) his brother Greg says he didn't want to yell because he was afraid there were going to be rats inside of his mouth. Okay. So how, okay. His brother is talking about him like he lived through this horrible he did live through it unfortunately um he just had some uh slight injuries to his head and his arm and he was in there for about 30 minutes and the fdny came and they rescued him um why did it take so long uh i think that they were trying maybe trying to get him out without breaking more of the sidewalk get him out safely Mm -hmm. okay that's a good point okay his mother said He's traumatized. He said he went straight down and he was falling, falling, but the debris was falling and hitting him in the head. Mm. Yeah. I don't, can you imagine getting interviewed after your sibling or your child falls into a hole of rats in New York <laughs> City? And I don't know, putting on, I guess, whatever makeup or whatever <laughs> makes you feel good. And she had on her yes. silk bonnet. She was adorable. I watched his mom. She was so cute. I was like, this poor woman. Because the way she was talking, to be honest with you, I was like, is this guy dead? Mm. Yeah. Like, like she a, was a huge part of him is dead. Yes. Yes. He is absolutely traumatized. And um, yeah. It says okay. in, in the article, it was not the first time a sidewalk collapsed into a vault underneath it. What? Why is this a common, I mean, not, you know, I know there's, there's like storage spaces under sidewalks. I wonder if this was it or if it was just like a structurally fucked up sidewalk, you know, like after time it had gotten to, the city has received at least 35 reports of sidewalk cave-ins, 35. After falling into a sidewalk and being confronted face to face with rats, I would need some therapy. 
BetterHelp Online Counseling would be the best way to do that because you could text, you could have a phone call, or you could video chat with your licensed professional counselor who is specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, right? If you saw what he saw, you would definitely have trauma. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I personally use BetterHelp and I love it. It is just so convenient. I never have to wait in a crowded doctor's office. I never have to be uncomfortable to run into anyone that I know. And I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash New York. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash New York. Well, his brother said it was like a one in a million chance of that happening. Uh, guess what, brother? What was his name, Greg? Mm-hmm. That's not true. It's it's a much that's, smaller chance of that happening. Yeah, it's like one in ten. Just saying. No, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true, but uh, that is absolutely what is happening around there. Um, but now, I never really, I never really think of that. But I think of you know how for restaurants you got to go through the gate in the ground. Yeah, yes. like the basement. The, I always the cellar. About the, yeah, the gate in the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I walk on it, I'm like, why am I walking on it? Why am I trusting? And it bounces like yeah. it's going to break. And yeah. you're just like, I know someone who's fallen down one of those, um, the, the it, grates on the sidewalk and they have a, a lawsuit against the city because they, I think they broke their leg or something. Yeah, this of Samantha from Sex in the City. Yeah. This is actually a comics girlfriend. How about that? Oh, they have those, right? Ooh. Well, she's a girl, so she's fine. It's the same sex relationship. We, I mean, we, we say okay. Oh, with that. okay. I mean, Hamdi, you've fallen on the, st- the street of New York City. You fell yes. and separated your leg. Was it a pothole? No, this is an elevated sidewalk that has been um, uh, uh, reported. So I, I like with, I was walking and kicked it, and then it just. I think the doctor thinks my my leg overextended and then kept going. Um, so that was happening. But then oh. after I, I still need one more surgery for that. But I was able to walk. I fell into a hole in the, not even on the sidewalk, crossing the street. It was this giant thing. I was talking to Xerxes and okay. he turns around and I'm not there because I went whoosh. No, anyway, you disappeared. Yes. <laughs> no, that's like that fully. game show. On do you ever watch Ellen's game show where she's an, like everyone's answering the questions and then you get it wrong and she like drops you into a pit? Or it's like oh Mr. God. Burns in The Simpsons. Yeah, but desk button. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I it, it didn't fit my whole body, but it was an actual hole. Like if like you can be in a tub in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. oh, that sounds nice. A little a bubble tub. Bit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, a New York city I tub. I know that you're staying inside because of COVID and your autoimmune condition, but like, have you ever considered maybe just making it a permanent thing? I, uh, yes. <laughs> I have avoid? seen, did you see, I forget who, but there was a concert where the, the um, people on stage were in their own bubble and they mm-hmm. gave everyone a bubble in the audience. Mm-hmm. So you're just in your own bubble. And then he could surf the bubble crowd or something. I would like that. That's it. That was a hamster concert. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that it's was like, a ton of need. that was a ton of hamsters, and that was on TikTok, and that was a cartoon. 
it's just like at the the amount of public injuries that you're racking up, it's like Satan himself is trying to do something, and maybe it's time to just you know pack it in. I don't I don't know I don't know. I hear I know, you. I know you're. I want I want to say this is the first. It's the first time I had to go to the hospital for falling, but I have fallen. Yes. But it's the first time you went to the hospital, not the first time you should have gone. To yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. But I'm very active. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you're in holes. You yeah. lay on the floor. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bike into cars. I know you're active. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, active. Yeah, use your face to stop things. Mount Sinai in Astoria knows you're active. Yes. <laughs> we all do. Did you injure yourself with this fall? This recent fall? No. She was just. Xerxes Uh, filled it up with some warm water, and you got some uh, bubbles, and you uh, were like, "This is not a big tub, uh but it's not." I didn't get to go to the beach this year. (laughs) That's all I have. She plays in the in the hole in the street. (laughs) That's so New York of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about your next one. Hopefully, it's also as graceful as this one is. You know what? Very good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about the rodentologists? What they're saying about New York City? Yes. Mm-hmm. That it's filled with rodents? Mm-hmm. No. So um, this summer, right, the the rats are nowhere to be found. Like they're not in restaurants there because, you know, there's not as much waste coming out of the restaurants and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Corrigan, he's an urban rodentologist, which is what I was actually studying to be in school. What? Why would you do that to yourself? An urban rodentologist. Imagine that, though. Like what? What? What school has that major, urban rodentologist? Only New York. Mm-hmm. And I feel like <laughs> you, there's always something to study, but oh my God. They said, oh. uh, so some of his friends said that they see like weird things that a rats are doing now that they can't play in the garbage of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the the phone calls that he got, he said, uh, his friend said, I'm watching rats. I never seen them play in the park before. They're wrestling. They're oh, play- they're having fun. It looks like they're happy. <gasps> and he said, trust me, they're not playing. Someone is going to be killed shortly and eaten. <gasps> what? Yeah. <gasps> it's biology. Cause they, they're, you're taking away their food supply with the garbage in the restaurants. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to have abnormal behavior and they're going to turn on us. I personally find it mesmerizing and relaxing to watch the rats play in the park with each other, whether or not they're going to eat our faces afterwards. Even in the new year, it's hard to start a new routine. But if you are one of the 34% of Americans who made a resolution to be less stressed, Headspace is here to help. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for your parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you could do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I personally love Headspace. It has really helped me calm down and just slow down in this very fast-paced New York City that I live in. 
You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash New York. That's headspace.com slash New York for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash New York today. You know, I saw one. So there is a, a, a venue in Bushwick called the Tiny Cupboard, which, uh, Tracy had mm-hmm. a minor. Yeah, I climbed it. <laughs> you climbed it. I've climbed it multiple times. It's a rooftop venue, uh, but it's like, you know, it's Bushwick. It's a fucking factory. It's filthy. It's, you know, a warehouse, whatever, artist space. Who gives a shit? But I was leaving that building after a comedy show, and there was a rat that like ran out from the trash, looked me in the face, and was just like, what do you fucking want? More so than usual. And I was like clapping and like snapping, like, hey, and it wouldn't back down and it was oh huge God. and it was just standing there being like what bitch and i'm like yeah this is this is a different vibe There's that's actually very unusual yes yes uh, especially me clapping and like making noises and shit nope it was no like, he was hungry nope. he was like i'm going to kill you and eat you because yeah. this is the thing right so rats i read it in this article uh on the gothamist rats they stay where they are born. So like, you know how um, like a lot of people like, you know, you grow up in a, a certain neighborhood in Queens, like you stay there forever. Forest, Forest Hills, Jamaica, <laughs> you know, just you know, a lot of people, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, some people only move one mile away from their uh-huh, home, uh-huh. like something like that. Rats stay on like the same block for their whole lives and they know when you put out the garbage and they, they're like, rats are super smart. Yes, yes. You could train rats. I mean, I have trained. There's a rat running my audio right now. <laughs> Again, they're called comics. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea's just looking at me like, what do you mean there's a rat running your audio? <laughs> um, so and I, yes. think, I think it's funny that throughout the city, you see these big rat traps where there's food inside and the expectation is that the rat goes through it, picks up the poison and keeps going. Those rats know what those things are. And they never do anything. And yeah. now we just have big black boxes that we all know is just poison on corners and on in front of, you know, various restaurants and things. One of my favorite things that happens every few months, but you know, in the before times is there's a rat that's pulling around a large piece of food. So for a while there was mm-hmm. pizza, a pizza yeah, rat, um, which was a rat that was, you know, pulling a slice of pizza that was probably double its body size, like down the stairs going into the subway. There was, a, I think there was a croissant rat for a while. I'm sure. Maybe a cronut uh, rat. Yes. You probably waited online forever. <laughs> yeah, there's always a rat with like, you know, just the work ethic and the hustle of a New Yorker trying to transport a piece of food that's like triple its body size. And in that way, I relate to rats on a lot of levels. You know what I mean? I respect them. I get their hustle. Um, and, and you know, there's some people that I would, that uh, I would, if a rat took them out, I'd be like, that's fine. I I'm on the rat side. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I think that the rat should turn on us. Yeah. And I think that it should be survival of the fittest. Yeah. I'm fine. I'll and join, it's not necessarily like them. the fittest, meaning like, you know, the most athletic. It's like, do you know that I'm rat proof? No, I didn't know about that. Do you okay, get certification? So, yeah, it's, um, you know that I'm, I'm uh, shark proof, right? I've heard Wait, about are that. Are you yeah. licensed in Queens or other counties too? Just everywhere. Um, so I've been in the ocean multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been- Not to in- brag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That okay. is kind of, honestly, in New York City, that is kind of a practice. Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it I've is. been to the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you've been to the beach and actually, like, put yourself in the water, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I used to live in the Hamptons, and I used to go in that water, and there's a ton of sharks out there. Uh. And- and I used to swim pretty deep out in the ocean, jumping ways by myself. Oh, I'm so comfortable with that mm-hmm. because I'm shark proof. Oh, okay. So I'm 36, literally never been bitten by a shark, not even one time. How many of us can say that? That's what I'm saying. Like, so I'm shark proof. I'm wolf proof because I've pet a wolf in real life and mm-hmm. nothing happened. It was just like a dog. Uh, also in the Hamptons. This is a very. <laughs> Unrelatable this is, conversation. This is, some, this is some Canadian shit you're doing right now. Yeah, I pet a wolf. Um, and I'm also snake proof. I am also sna- actually some would say I'm a snake repellent. Ooh. And uh we know that story from other podcasts, but I have <laughs> I have murdered a snake uh with oh my, my own bare hands. Yeah, no, we yep. do know that. That's very and, sad. And have fought with They're a coyote. The stories right, but time. like I've never, they don't even come near me because I have good energy. Mm, so they know like, about. don't eat me. And I think that that, that when the or rats take over. maybe it's the leopard that you keep wearing. Mm. And you and Andrea just look like animals to the other animals. And they're like, ooh, those are scary animals. Yeah, yeah in one, a way you're wearing the most camouflage, the both of you. That's true. <laughs> that no, one's the, screaming. When, Why is it screaming? <laughs> when the rats take over. I wonder who they're going to, like, they're definitely not coming for me. No. But I think that there are some people, and I think that they're mostly going to be out-of-towners, that the rats, <laughs> that don't know how to defend themselves against the rat. Williamsburg. Look look out, Williamsburg. Oh, my God. It's mostly going to be Ohioans. Yeah. I don't yes. trust that I will be, I guess, what we're saying is New York tough enough for rats not That's to why be you're going to stay inside. That's you're why you're staying inside, Hamda. <laughs> As a part of the plan, Hemda 2030 inside. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? Definitely inside. Um, we have another. See, like speaking of. Uh, oh, oh. Speaking of things that I am uh, immune to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Corona. Well, also no. Corona. You're actually that's you. Me, mm-hmm. I'm scared of. There was a 70 pound bear on oh. a New York transit train. A New Jersey transit train. I'm sorry. Can you believe this? Oh. This was a few months ago. Yes, this was in current times. New oh. Jersey makes me feel a little bit better because like New Jersey is closer to woods or where bears are, but they how did they did they jump the turnstile? What happens there? <laughs> no, they had a pass. They actually oh, okay. they paid um so it was in a tree like right by the tracks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it actually stalled the train in Bergen County. They had everyone tra- was taking pictures. <laughs> oh my god! They were, ru- they were rubbernecking. Mm. It was actually a Charmin commercial. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was. It was. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. I would love to see a bear in New York City. Uh, not in the zoo. That's because either- you're alert. You're like repellent of it or whatever. No, no I'm totally bearproof. Have you guys ever seen a bear? Have either of you come close to a bear? Okay. Not I close. was very close to a bear. Yes. Oh, yes. I forgot. Yes. yes. And it looked at me. It looked yep. at us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hi, we're supposed to speak loudly. It's a bear. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then and it, was, it was looking for food that it didn't get. And it looked for a while. And, and then it just walked away. But oh, so I was you're like, bear proof. I was like, this in one second, this bear can just decide. 
Yeah, of course. Well, that's the thing is like, it's not going to be worth it for that bear because you're going to be annoying to eat. So it's going to be like, oh, that's so nice of you. You know, that's, nice. it's the truth. It's it's going to be yeah. work. You're going to like, oh, all these bones are in the wrong place. Bones. No. <laughs> yeah. This, this leg is sideways. <laughs> no. I'm trying to eat her leg and I got a splinter in my mouth. Yes. No, thank you. <laughs> in that way, you also are bear proof. But a lot of them, yeah, they, they it's just not worth it for them. I, I went face Actually, to- that, that feels really good to know. Yeah. yeah they would rather know. just go eat the garbage. They don't have to fucking deal with your shit. But there okay. is always a moment when you look a wild animal in the face. And it's like, you look, they look. And it's like, what the fuck are we going to do about this? Were and- you calm though, Hamza? Yeah, I did what I was supposed to. Yeah, that's why like, you're bear proof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you would have, listen, if you would have had a bad energy mm-hmm. or given off like the fear hormone, mm-hmm. you would have been dead meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like starting around four years ago, I was ready to die. So <laughs> you, <were like> just, <laughs> you don't care anymore. <laughs> it's not that I don't care. It's that like, I get it. You're I'm like, good. I'm on borrowed time. I know that. Exactly. Kind of like when I was doing a podcast recently and there were gunshots coming from behind me. And sure, I ducked a little bit, but then I also stood up to see what was behind me. Oh my God. (laughs) Because that's who I am as a person. Like, I just, I don't have the best reflexes. To go live on Instagram at that moment? Yeah. (laughs) No, I really don't think, I think that New York City dulls our senses a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas like people that are from out of town, like Andrea, when you first came here, like you were on high alert probably. Always. Like you were like, oh, what's that noise? What's that sound? Like did something bad happen? Mm -hmm. And now like you hear someone screaming to the top of their lungs and you're like, oh God, so annoying. I, oh my God, I was leaving a show in Bushwick yet again. I spend my life outside. So you live on a rooftop in Bushwick. Go ahead. God, everything's covered in graffiti and shit. And I just, I can't. Graffiti and actual shit? Like actual shit okay. always. Okay, so so I'm leaving a shit graffiti covered show in Bushwick and there is a house with an attached garage and this is in a really bad area and I hear a woman screaming and then I hear like a body being slammed against the garage door type thing and then quiet and then screaming and then slammed against the garage door. And I'm like, right. is this woman getting murdered? Right. Um, and I then should probably mind my own business. I, le- I, I left. I, well, I of got, course you did. I got close to, I got, I, I was like crossing the street to go check out what was happening. And I'm like, listen, if he's killing her, it's probably going to be now or right. another, another time. And like normally Canadian me would, you know, knock on the garage hello 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 are you middle ground are you doing murder oh my god are you doing murder i was so scared i've never it's like heard something so violent see me and i'm like nope wow yep that's the the funny thing about calling 911 on those kind of things is do you know what they tell you to do they tell you to wait by the scene yes they tell you to wait exactly where you are um they're like hey can oh you're being stabbed by a man okay stay still yes don't run away from him Stay with him at the scene. Oh, he's still stabbing you? No, no, no. Yes. Stay still. So if so if I narc on this murderer. Yeah. You're gonna get murdered. I saw a domestic violence thing. It was like two blocks from where I was living. 
and we were walking back home and the garage was open. I think they like lived there and then the garage was a workspace. Always with the garage. They're always yeah. murdering That's bitches. That's a very murdery place. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy, we turned right. He got super angry and kicked his wife like it was a regular day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what did she do and what was she wearing? Mm-hmm. Well, we weren't there right before. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so then they look at us and clearly we're looking at them and he starts coming out like, what, what are you going to say? And we're like, um, we're just going to walk. Um, he starts closing the garage. She comes out of the garage though. And we didn't want to make a big deal because like that, the neighborhood is, um, pretty Arab. They look Mm. like my people. Mm. And I know my mother wouldn't want, you know, but, but you're supposed to do something right. So, So we're like, hey, do you, we're, we're facing forward. We're walking like we're regular walking. But we gave her the message of, hey, do you want us to call the cops? And she said, no, please don't. Don't do anything. Yeah. And we're like, can we do anything for you right now? Is there something we can do? And she's like, please, nothing. And we were like, okay. So we yeah. kept walking. I feel like she knows what her life is going <sighs> well, to yeah. be if we call or don't call. And she's preferring don't call. Well, if you don't, if you call, then it's quote unquote her fault that the Mm -hmm. cops are here and he's going to beat her up further afterwards. I broke up a domestic violence fight on the train in Bushwick. Oh, no. Uh, Yet again. This was actually a few years ago. And this guy was just yelling and and slapping and he choked. He was starting to choke her. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, well now are you the only one on the train no listen to this shit train filled with i'm sorry what men did any man did any man do anything no just big old canadian woman i ran and like i shook him (laughs) it's like stop it stop it stop doing that no no and like stop I sprayed him with a, you know, a spray gun for cats. Um, <laughs> and like he hit me touching him, like disrupted his whole fucking like he didn't expect anyone to touch him or go after him. And then she kind of like stumbled back. And guess what? What's the fuck? This is in your business, bitch, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I was like, From her. Yeah. And yeah. yeah and I and I was like. I morally couldn't let this man choke you to death in front of me, but it was kind of a lesson of like, this isn't my, And you see what all those men were thinking. They were like, yep, we know what the signal is to jump in and she is not giving it. Yeah. She's just like, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, what do you say? Imagine just watching. I'm like, are you doing sex stuff? (laughs) Andrea but is it, like, ooh, ooh, I actually checked yes on that box uh-huh. on my profile. Can I tag in? Is this from Field? <laughs> I feel like even if a dude stood up, like, they didn't have to interfere. Like, if they yeah. all stood up, it would, like you say, break his Who something. Who I mean, some of these people, like, you just don't know what you're getting yourself into. And especially as a woman, I hate to say it, but it's like well, we yeah. are in more danger. So, like, sometimes it is. And, and you know, since nine one one makes you stay there, yeah, it's like, oh no, thank you. I'm gonna leave, and you come and get the murderer. Thank you. 
well, that's why I didn't do anything with this garage door thing because there was no one else around. So it's like, uh, if I call the cops, it is literally just me and whatever chainsaw massacre is happening behind that door in the middle of the night in Bushwick. And I, you know what? 2020 has already been kind of a, a big dice roll. So I don't think I'm going to go for this one. Thank you. Well, this was recent? Yeah, this was a few weeks ago. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of... Turmoil in relationships. Mm. Uh, I was reading in the HuffPo, which is where I get all of my news, mm-hmm. um, that real estate mogul Sean Ludwig, he painted penises all over his ex's home. <laughs> okay. This was a few years back. So oh my God. Is he an artist? Uh, well, now he is. So he broke into his ex's Lana... Travison's apartment and he drew penises on all of the artwork that he because he, he's an artist he had painted himself and given to her um so i think i found my husband i think i found my husband this is the moment yes so he went into her apartment and he also knifed the word studio art onto stools Okay, well, maybe and not my husband. And then he splashed paint on the floor in a drunken rage because he found out that she was having an affair Mm, mm. He said I, that he, he, but this is his defense. You ready? Because mm-hmm. he was the one who painted the pictures in the beginning. He said that he augmented his work to reflect my emotions at that moment. <laughs> oh, it was an augmentation. It was an augmentation. You guys need to focus. <laughs> it's uh, worth more now. Stop being. Yes. <laughs> and then he texted her. He said, Sorry about the paint. I was a little drunk this weekend. Oh, sorry. Oops. LOL. Okay. Uh, question to you, Tracy. I guess Hem- I guess Hemda too, but Hemda doesn't seem to like d- do do crime when she's upset, right. and Tracy does, um, especially it when it comes to like this, like mm-hmm. cheating. I mm-hmm. wish a motherfucker would mm-hmm. type stuff, and mm-hmm. I I'm jealous. I'm gonna be honest. I don't have. I've never done this. I should have. I mm-hmm. should have. I mean, listen. There's always the future. Uh, the future is bright and there's definitely going to be penises on someone's, you know, belonging. Augmented artwork. Augmented artwork. I'm going to be doing some augmenting as I'm currently dating and I'm, re- I'm just about ready to augment everyone's fucking, you know, uh, property. Goodness. But what, um, before you augment, is there a moment where it's like, this is probably not gonna, like long term. No. Nope. No, there's no. See, when you're augmenting. <laughs> There is no, there's no view of the future. It's, it's, you see red uh-huh. and you're like, we need to do what we need to do now. It's a, a reaction of um, adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so funny because I have these reactions to situations like that. And yet not when gunshots are being flown at my head. I'm like, let's see where that's coming from. Well, that's performance art. Yeah, <laughs> <Well>, literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I think that when you, you augment, you just know that you need to take care of this situation. Mm-hmm. Because again, if you call 911, you know, they keep saying, Tracy, stop calling. Cheating is not a crime. Mm-hmm. It is a crime, though, by the way. I view it as a crime. But yeah. That, and I'm like, separate. disrespecting Tracy Carnazzo is definitely a crime. I don't know if you've gotten the augmented rules and mm-hmm. laws. Mm-hmm. That should be mm-hmm. our tagline. Disrespecting yeah. Tracy Carnazzo <laughs> is definitely a crime. I want that. I want that uh, on a necklace. <laughs> or just disrespect me it's is a crime you know I dare like you. that workshopping what's your worst augmentation that you've done oh i mean when i was younger we used to augment a lot of cars 
Okay. Are we talking like slashing tires augmentation? Are we talking about- I never about- really went the tire route. I've let air out of tires for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not with a knife. Just like if you take the, I don't know if, t- see tires have really come a long way mm-hmm. in the last 20 years. Yeah, because everyone's been augmenting them and they had to make <laughs> some changes. Me. Yeah. But yeah, if you, um, it used to be, and Hemza, you might know about this. If you take um, a tire, right? And you, you screw the cap off and then you just- bend the actual little thing on the tire that you fill the air with. If you bend it, the air gets let out. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So you just like very slow. I don't know if it's still like that. Probably not, but you very slowly, or there's a little tool that you could just let all you mutter to yourself as you you motherfucker. You're like, drive away. I hope you drive away on your rims. Uh Uh-huh. And I hope you bend them forever. And then, you know, um, my other co-host, Noelle and I, we used to augment this one fellow's (laughs) car. This one gentleman's car. Uh-huh. And we used to augment in the most creative of ways mm-hmm. to the fact where like we still know him this to this day and he applauds us. Yeah. What did you do? Creativity. Um, so Wesson oil. Okay. Uh, I don't know co- that. It's just a cooking oil. Okay. Right? A, a canola, if you will. Mm-hmm. In the gas tank? Not in the gas tank, just all over the car, all over the windshield. <laughs> because opening the door, dealing with it, there's oil now. So now you can't. You've well, no, it. it's not even that. Imagine there's cooking oil all over your windshield <laughs> and now you have to go somewhere. How are you going to see? Are you going to oh. rinse it off? Oil oh. doesn't go with water. Yes. Um, there were definitely anchovies involved. Yes. God. Uh, it was really anything that we could find in Noelle's grandma's pantry. No, so no. like some sauce and balls? Some, some, uh, no, come on. We never kept jarred sauce. <laughs> There's also now you can't open people's um, gas tanks because of people like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I never, I never went to kill. I just went to really inconvenience. In- augment. You know, like maybe one of my friends in my honor, you know, uh, maybe keyed my ex-boyfriend's car because he, you know, he did leave me for one of my best friends um, who also, you know, may or may not have contracted an STD. What? Don't you love when the universe augments for you? Right. And then uh, a friend of mine went and augmented his car and it said, um, your new girlfriend's name here. I'm not going to name her name, but it's mm-hmm. Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, of course it's Jackie. <laughs> And uh, out to Jackie. Keith, his card says Jackie has herpes on his uh, car. The uh, entire, I was like, that was like a book you wrote. Like, that yeah. was a lot. Usually yeah. it's just like scratch marks. Nope. Yeah, yeah see, Jackie th- has herpes right on the side of the car. That's beautiful. Yeah, it really was. Uh-huh. And I did, to be totally honest with you, I literally, this is when I, ne- I didn't have anything to do with it. it I don't think the gift. word you're looking for is literal. I think it's alleged. And it's mm-hmm. alleged. Is that mm-hmm. alleged I had no, well, during this show? Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with it. And it was a gift given to me by my friend. Yeah. Oh my God, was it your birthday? Sort of. Listen, it's my birthday today. And uh, I have a list of people that should be augmented. So I Tracy, feel like, do they uh, have cars? <laughs> I'm going to say no. No, none of them have a dollar from, to their, their yeah, name. Yeah, but you need to start dating guys from Queens mm-hmm. uh, that have cars. And I got you. Okay. So they have something to lose. Yeah. At least a garage so that we can murder them in there. So we could get murdered in the garage. I'm going to pass on that one. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. 
Hamda, you were telling me something that I didn't know about, and I am intrigued by this. You gave me like such a small amount of information. And you're like, I'll fill you in on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm dying for this. Yes. Okay, I did not know about this either, and I will not say the name of the person who told me about this. But what? It was, it was oh my God, it was a criminal, uh-huh. <laughs> an augmenter. <laughs> Well, there are places around New York that are called gap houses and they're places like Gap Old Navy, like Gap Old Navy, because Uh originally a lot of Gap Old Navy shit would fall out of a truck and then Uh it would make its way into somebody's part of their home. So if you know about it, you'd be like, oh, like the person I know was like, oh, I need to get batteries first. And their friend was like, oh, I know a place. And it's like, yeah, we all know places to get better. Sure, no, bodega, yeah. This particular gap house had a bunch of batteries and you could just get like a shit ton for a dollar. And back in the day, it was like $5 each or something. And it's in somebody's house. But like when you walk in after a certain door or whatever, you can, it's a full on store. store. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it was just like a home bodega. Yes. I want a home bodega. I would hire a weird guy to make sandwiches for me in my home if I could have a home bodega. Are there sandwiches involved? Yeah. Does any any ham fall off the truck? Does the Gap House have that? uh, What's the fucking name of the bodega meat that is like the premium one? No, 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 no. There's like a brand and they're Boar's Head. Boar's Head. Yeah. Does the Gap House have Boar's Head? I mean, I think maybe their mom is cooking something, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. so it, it might not be boar's head, but mm-hmm. it'll be maybe a boar's head. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you just walk in there and there are specialty ones that like, you know, specialize in certain things. Sometimes there's electronics that you might want that fell off a truck. And so it's whatever connection to whatever. And at the time it was a lot of gap and gap like stuff that's sold at Macy's or whatever. And you, that's where you got your stuff for. Okay. So wait, what kind of people and what kind of neighborhoods are these gap houses? Or is this, cause this sounds like a very Italian thing to do. Yes. I'll, see the Italians always say, Oh, uh, I got some, they always have something in yep. like a plethora of something. Yeah. Like, um, they always have like some kind of like thing, like a, like an electronic, Mm-hmm. I'll be like I have a bunch of sound. It was when I was younger. It was everyone had sound systems for cars. Mm-hmm. When, when that I was, was young, there was a lot of um, calling card scams, and I guess because like you know a lot of our parents were immigrants, so they sure. they needed the calling cards to call overseas. So there was a lot of that. Yeah, um, I definitely this- got a lot of sound systems, and it was like, oh, you do you need speakers for your trunk? I know this guy. Um, good prices. Okay, question. question. So, you know, there's the fall off the truck, which we all know what that is. Um, But there's also like, and this is purely off of Goodfellas, I feel like there's always a guy that works at the airport or works at some sort of fucking customs, whatever the fuck, who's on the inside. And then he puts the shipping documents, oops, 20 are missing, who knows, and that's how this stuff gets. 100%. You have to go from the top down. Yes. And uh, I think that during COVID, there was a lot of, well, I mean, we're still in COVID forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But during the, the first month of COVID, mm-hmm. I think that there was a lot of uh, CVS trucks that weren't totally getting delivered to a CVS and yep. things like that. And then people had run into a lot of Lysol wipes. 
mm-hmm. and a lot of rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. I maybe remember. I got some Lysol wipes. <laughs> maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. You don't know what happened. Well, I don't know where this was happening. Um, I asked if it was like, you know, in any neighborhood, in every neighborhood. Um, this I feel like this is by the airport. That's like flushing, I feel like, is where this would kind of go down, maybe. I think like this was, uh, at least in Corona, I don't know if there were other places, but Corona Queens definitely had it. I want to go to a gap house. Is that still a thing? That's the thing. I don't know. Cause this was from, and it's also old Corona. Now there's like a shift in the popularity. So back right. then it was more Dominican. Now I think it's more Asian and Mexican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like- such good Mexican food in Corona. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And Louis Armstrong's home. If you ever want to visit Louis Armstrong. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. And the middle school Yeah, mm-hmm. that I was going to go to. Why? I was. Um, why was I going to go to that middle school? Because it's specialized uh, middle school. It got kicked out for augmenting another middle school. <laughs> no, I actually, the, I'll tell you what I did at Louis Armstrong Middle School. Mm-hmm. So I went there for the open house and I really wanted to go there. It was uh, an artistic school, music uh, school, and you had to apply and like they, they just like picked a few kids from each school. So it was mm-hmm. like very diverse. And I went there for the open house and they had... Um, in the science room, they had hissing cockroaches. <gasps> Andrew, are you okay? <laughs> I, I hate. Okay, so I went into the science room and they, no, but they, they were like in, like as pets. They weren't like infested. And they were like, yeah, you could take them and you could pet them and you could hold them. What? And I was like, 100%, I would like to hold this hissing cockroach. And I remember, so before middle school, what do you, I mean, this was maybe like fourth or fifth grade. Ew. And I remember that I uh, I went there. I held the cockroach, and I how kept big saying, was it? How big was it? Was it was pretty this, big. This is it a was, test on top model, so uh, you're not not a model. Yeah, I'm not not on top model. Mm. It was maybe like two inches big. Like it's pretty big. It's like more of an animal than a bug. Uh. And I held it, and I was petting the hissing cockroach, and I was like, "Mom, Dad, I want to go here. This is so cool." And little did I know that most uh, New York City public schools have the cockroaches they just aren't in the cages mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> Hamda didn't, didn't you go to a performing arts school I went to Cardozo which had dance like I yeah for was sure. able to audition for dance but it that's a loose it's loose to call it performing people got yeah but see Cardozo was another one of those schools where you had to apply and get in mm-hmm. and you had to apply on certain things and one of the things that you could apply for was dance yeah yeah, yeah. And so I got in for dance in. however if you lived in the neighborhood you can go to the school of course because you're zoned right and you can also choose the dance program so there were people who had to audition and people who didn't even have to have rhythm to be in the dance program so oh, it's a little loosey rhythm I would have been the not have rhythm person <laughs> hey guys what are we doing which program did you do Hamda dance the what, yeah. which which one you said you could choose the dance program. Twerking. Oh, no, no, no. You Twerking. could choose the program. So people were like, there's a, oh, okay. There's like a more law-based program. There's a dance sure. program. and They did have a, they had a business law program. Mm-hmm. I remember all of this. Um, I think that there's something else that happened in New York City that we need to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrea, do you want to talk about it? No, but here we are on the podcast and you have no choice. What is happening? Okay, well, let me tell you. Uh, Again, just a few months back, uh, there was uh, just a nice jogger, and he was going to go sit by the lake in Prospect Park, right? And then he turned around, and he saw a pile 
of wriggling snakes. And this is his quote, and quite a big pile, fully alive. They turned out to be eels that had escaped from one of the two large plastic bags that split open as a man dragged them to the shoreline. Oh. After dumping the eels in the lake, the man walked away explaining to bystanders, I just want to save lives. <laughs> I'm sorry, he touched them? He had a plastic bag, Hamda. Where did he get them? What, what lives? What are you talking about? I don't know, but apparently there's a big problem. People dump exotic animals into urban parks. They, uh, birds, turtles, fish, yes. lizards, and they disturb the ecosystems of yes. these parks. Yes, And uh, people abandon their pets. It's really a big, big problem. They think that they're doing like a good thing by letting them go, but that's not how it really works. No. Now, may I say at this juncture... There are lots of ways to tell if someone is crazy, shorthand, in, in life. And I think we all learn them over time as we encounter these different archetypes. Mm-hmm. One of them is exotic animal person, especially <laughs> a bird or a snake. What are we doing? That person yes. is not stable. I've never met a normal person that owns a bird or a snake. It's just not a thing. There's something about like having to possess this, this, you know, rare, it's like, it's like addicty to own animals. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. This is a, this is a definite mental illness. Yes, for sure. And eels. Okay. So here's the the problem though. They said um, the department of parks and rec the wildlife unit, they said they're not going to get them. They're just going to leave them in the park. So now eels live in the park. <laughs> no, I hate eels. Eels are one of the only animals that I'm genuinely afraid of. I got, I got charged by an eel underwater and th- their eyes, their teeth. I mean. What do you oh. do when you get charged by an eel? Uh, Where were you, though? Bop it on the head? (laughs) Yeah. You kiss it on the mouth to neutralize it. (laughs) You suck it off. Once again, Uh, they're called comics. uh Uh-huh. This was in Hawaii, and I was snorkeling, and I got near, you know, um, I got it like that, but it's it's like they have holes. They hide in holes, so if you get near their holes... Yeah. And you, like, don't, you don't know that you're fucking with their holes. Yeah. Their little tiny eyes are looking at you. And I got near one of its holes and it just darted out. And like, it's almost like hissed at me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know mm-hmm. they can't hiss, but they like, Aah! like that's the. Aah! Eel screamed at you? Yeah. Okay. Underwater eel screamed. He had yes. like a little snorkel on. Yes. It was like the garage door incident. I was just like, this is danger, danger. So you just back away. You back away. And they could, there's electric eels who, that can't mm-hmm. kill, that can't kill you. I don't think this was an electric eel. Um, but you have to just like get away from them as quickly as possible. Cause there's so much water in my mouth at that point. Just, uh, I was underwater. I was fully underwater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would just gasp and forget that I need to breathe with that hole right now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just die. Guys, do you realize something like this guy, this crazy insane man with bags of eels, I'm assuming he stole it from some kind of fish market. Yes. And he was trying to like let them free and wild. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. Save lives. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah I yeah, need yeah, to yeah. save their lives. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think that now like Prospect Park, so between the rats 
turning on us. Mm-hmm. The eels in Bro- we have Brooklyn eels. Do you know how tough Brooklyn eels are? Probably. And uh, do you know how good eel sauce is? Mm. Ew, I hate eel sauce. I Ew. love it. Sticky Ew. and candy, is there? Though. Yeah, I don't know if there's actual eel in eel sauce though. I know, but it's like. I don't know why they call it eel sauce and I they shouldn't have and it's a good thing I they I didn't know the name was eel sauce before I tried it cuz otherwise Ew. um so it is actually uh sake mirin sugar and soy sauce that makes sense very mm-hmm. sugar yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and so you don't like that Andrea you eat sushi I don't anything eel related you say the word eel okay. I'm, I'm out <laughs> I think that. it's just like it's probably delicious on eel like that's probably why it's called eel sauce I don't like eating oh, eel I don't like being that. near eel these eels are also going to eat the other animals eels are huge okay, so I think that listen a lot of people think the world is ending and I'm going to just put bets that it's uh the last two species on earth and when I say on earth, I mean in Brooklyn are going to be the rats fighting the eels mm-hmm. and that is going to determine what happens. What about the roaches? You know, the roaches can survive. Yeah, I know. But right now this is what we're working on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these are the problems. The roaches are still in the houses, eating the food. The roaches aren't like mm-hmm. outside digging. Like the rats need garbage from the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And the eels need human sacrifice and they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're going into 2021. <laughs> Woo! Happy, happy New Year, guys. Happy birthday, Andrea. Happy, happy birthday, New Year, Andrea. Oh, rats versus eels, 2021. <laughs> it's, it's the year of the rat and eel. Let's find out at the end of the year what it really is. All right, what's your New Year's resolution, everybody? Share it on the Facebook. Uh, oh, can I share mine? Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. I think New Year's resolutions are cheesy, but I think we need a resolution like every month. So let this just be one marker. I think so. What's so. the resolution for this month? Uh, resolution should be everyone listening to this podcast should go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com and check out all of the ways you could support the podcast. And you could get a shout out. There's stickers for sale. There's different experiences that you can actually have to support us and to make you happy. And this is our first year with you guys. So check oh it God. out, onlyinnewyorkpod.com. Thank you. We're almost at one full year. Absolutely. So, Andrea, review. Absolutely. Andrea, where can we find you? Find me at Andrea Comedy 69 Shoot me a birthday message. Venmo me. Send me a picture of an eel, not your dick, an eel, please. Uh, you know, check out... My other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour, go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com. I mean, you know the ways to support. Fucking show up, baby. Do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, guys, make sure you are, like Hemza was saying before, make sure you give us a five-star rating and an amazing review on whatever platform that you're listening to us on because that means so much to us. Mm -hmm. That is actually another way of supporting the show. And also, as we've said before, tell one friend about the podcast. Mm -hmm. Just one friend. We're up to uh, 14 million listeners. Can you believe that we're going to be up to 28 million if you just tell one friend? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a friend, this is a great way to make a friend. Tell them you know people in New York. York City and uh, tell them about the, the eels, tell them about mm-hmm. the rats, just threaten mm-hmm. them a little bit. Hamza, what's going on with you? <laughs> Key their car anyway. Oh, oh, allegedly, and we mean none of this, it's all a joke. Uh, listen <laughs> to my other podcast, Keith and the Girl, keithandthegirl.com, and Keith and the Girl on every platform. And that's that, Keith and the Girl. Should I say it again, Keith and the Girl? Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Amazing, guys. You could follow me at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter, and you could go to tracycarnazzo.com for anything that I'm working on, including 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk and Teen Mom Trash Talk. Andrea? Bulls sauce.